What's happening? Yeah, what it is, what it do, and uh, what the business is. Yeah, yeah. What is the business? Mm. You know what I'm saying. Tell me what the business. Tell Watch me God's. what the business. Yeah. Welcome uh, shout back. out Project Pat. This is episode 42, man. I mean, y'all, uh, co-host with the most. <laughs> <laughs> I am Draft, man. I'm Sean Luke Picard. Yeah, it's good to be back, man. Shout Taji. out Taji. No limit exposure is back here with us as he always is. When you, he, if you, you can see us, then hear you know. Him crack uh, a beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see us, then you know somebody's allowing y'all to see us. So. Mm. Thank that man. Shout <laughs> the shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh, No Limit Exposure, as always. Um, washed, never washed up. Yeah, we, we are back. washed, never washed up. I guess let me get into the countries, mm. as I usually do. Shout out to these United States, Fuck the United, United Kingdom, <laughs> Australia, Iceland, Ireland. Shout out Iceland. I- no Black podcast to Iceland. Oh, Canada. <laughs> Our home six, and six, native six. land. <laughs> shout out to my Canadians, man. Everybody except. Uh, shout out to Germany. Shout out to India. <laughs> shout out to Meek Mill. No, <laughs> 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 no. Nah, nah, shout out Russia, Puerto Rico, Costa Rica. Puerto Rico. Finland, Romania, Netherlands, Sweden. Number Singapore. one black podcast in Romania, too. Yeah, yeah, we hear yeah. good things about Romania. Shout yeah. out my nigga Corey. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Romania, man. I, I might, might we be. We're gonna slide. Yeah, we might slide. <laughs> you know. Uh, we'll skate. I don't know where I left off. Uh, I said Romania, mm-hmm. Sweden, mm-hmm. Uh, the Netherlands. I hope I said y'all. Singapore, Denmark, New Zealand, Ecuador, Slovakia. Slovakia. Shout, shout out Slovakia, man. Yeah. I got something to say about y'all later. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Belgium, Italy, and Qatar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we are back once again. Shout out to everybody that's been... Uh, shout out to Atlanta, man. I saw the best tweet of the day. Uh, had to do with uh, Atlanta needs its own flag. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about time. <laughs> the city of Atlanta needs a flag. Yeah, yeah. I we, think we should be separate from Georgia. Yeah, sure. we got, we're going to succeed soon. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to succeed before they do, but, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm right, man. <laughs> How was your week? Yeah, uh, my week was, uh, it was cool, man. I can't even front. Uh, it was all right. I ain't really have nothing too, not, not nothing too much eventful happened to me. It was just a lot, as I said in the last few episodes, like the new, new gig, a lot of traveling and shit. So like, I don't. A lot of sea legs. Yeah, I was talking to Nick. sea legs and shit. I was talking to Nick about it the other day. I was like, yo. Only positive I can say about like spending more time on travel is the fact that I, I just have less time to be to get into bullshit. Mm. Like I just I, you got to learn to maximize your time more because like when I my free time is just so much more valuable to me. So it's like if I'm not at work now, you know, I'm making sure I'm getting sleep or it's like I gotta be up. Like I'm trying to take in as much information as I can because I don't get as much time to do that to just explore. <clears throat> So I enjoy those times though, just because. But that's how I end up finding new shit. Yeah, yeah so you, you allow yourself to get into a rhythm. Mm-hmm. Right? You, and you it, discover and new rhythms, and that that creates what you take. Like for me, it, I take in different shit when I got mm-hmm. new rhythms, new patterns, yep. and shit. So black guy thinking time. That's yeah. all that shit is. It creates yeah. opportunities for you to associate different trains of thought with different situations. Yeah, and that's why. Especially I, I, I wish I quit more jobs as like when I was younger as opposed to getting settled into one and trying to yeah. ride that shit out. Because the transition in roles and positions creates new pathways for you to figure out new yeah. shit. Especially if you if you're a creative outside of that, like you're gonna apply whatever pattern or rhythm that you fuck with to your own shit. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what's been happening. So 
discovered a few new documents. I mean, uh, well, watched the Six Nine uh, documentary. We'll talk about that later. Right. Uh, I started this new podcast with Chris Ryan. Um, let me see what the name of it is. I know we're gonna talk about what we've been listening to, but mm-hmm. I think it's a lot of really great episodes. So I'm not even, obviously I'm not gonna name them all even at the end, but um, uh, yeah, yeah. But it's tangentially speaking. So basically, you know, this motherfucker just going a whole bunch of random tangents, but it's great. And it's, it's very Joe Tangentially Rogan. Tangentially speaking, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's very uh, Joe Rogan esque when it comes to guests. So it's like everybody from porn stars <coughs> to rappers to scientists. So, right. it's, it's, yeah. so like, like we, like you said, man, just allowing your brain go down new pathways creates uh, new, you know, just new opportunities to take in new information. So I've just been trying to make the best out of having less time, even though having less time isn't a good thing. Right. Yeah. But you gotta. At the end of the day, yeah, you got to make the best out of a bad situation. I heard right. a really dope quote on that uh, podcast, and it said, like, one of the guests was talking about how they had um, a psychiatrist, an old lady from the Netherlands, and she said, see, the problem, well, she might not have said the problem with people, but she said, they were in, in, the, in the, where I'm from, basically, you're not guaranteed happiness. Like that's that's a American idea that yo, you're gonna be happy and that sounds like the theme of that uh, <laughs> Hound Tall uh, episode where they're talking about Christian atheism. Mm, yeah, it's kind of on similar. that same vein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I've been listening to a lot of Hound Tall. Like, yeah, I've been Hound Tall is, is great. I, I didn't listen to all of them at this point yeah. now because I, I run through podcasts really quick. Because um, I mean, if if I can do anything, is I can sit and listen to an interesting conversation. So if I, I'm I'm interested in the subject, it's nothing for me to sit down for three hours and just listen, man. Because right. really, my favorite thing to do is to listen. As much as we do this fucking podcast, <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah. So uh, this week was just been a lot of listening. As I said uh, multiple times, I got a new job, so I got to listen to everybody because I still don't know my way around the shit. So. Yo, just so y'all know, I got a <laughs> new job. job, bro. <laughs> Be clear. <laughs> Be clear. But nah, man. Uh, week was cool though. Other than that, uh, yeah, I really ain't done, done much, man. Um, shout out to Chop, man. I, I cop some of Chop merch, man. So, shout out to him. Congratulations. Keep it rocking, man. Uh, yeah, man. Shout out to Chop. My bad. I Try to support them. all the black businesses I could. Cops and ten deep. Shout out to them too. <coughs> I was about to cough. Big shout out, Chop Man. I'ma fuck with you, boy. Uh, and shout out Scott Sasso. Uh, if you hadn't listened to it, I thought I sent it to everybody, but I know I sent it to Vince and um, yeah, like Madison. But yeah, Scott Sasso did a, a podcast with Premium Pete. Oh, you did send it to me, but Man, I just forgot about that it, bro. That's so good. I'm gonna, oh, yeah, I'm I listened to that back. this week. But yeah, this week was kind of. <laughs> In the spirit of not complaining, I swear, <laughs> I'm not going to complain about my week this week. But it was another doozy. Um, a lot of work. Quiet as it's kept. I've been uh, functioning on limited funds and shit. And, like, I'm telling I'm telling my niggas what's going on. But I ain't really, I'm not complaining. Like, I still got air in my lungs and shit to do. You know what I mean? But uh, it's it's weird, like, having to walk out on faith. And figuring like, man, regardless of what happens, I got to do this shit. So I really had like a a real come to Jesus moment with like operating on essentials. <laughs> One to- thing I, I can say that I, I, I is a positive about me being fucked up so much 
you know, whether it be financially or just life shit, just going through a lot of shit at a young age that I really didn't understand is mm-hmm. I've, I'm actually comfortable not knowing what's going to happen next. Yeah, 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 and you have to. Yeah, it's just like, gotta, I mean, yeah, yeah, like, like I already, like, as soon worst, as some shit happens, I start weighing my options. And also, you got to just try, I, I try to trust that I put good enough energy out that, you know, it'll, 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 it'll be fine, man. Whatever, yeah. the, whatever the outcome is, it might not be ideal, but it'll be fine. Sure. Yeah, but I, the, my come to Jesus moment was like my week was so bad. I was sitting there saying to myself, like, with everything going on in the world, if I got a terminal illness, I probably wouldn't trip. Like, I wouldn't. I just let, like, this is natural selection. <laughs> and it was like, it it kind of came from the idea. Like, I found out a friend of mine. Shout out to uh, John. Uh, John just got got. Uh, I talked to John today, but uh, John just got over having COVID. And I didn't even know. Just kind of fucked up, uh, and I found out my my dad's homeboy, like my dad's partner, like he had COVID. I'm like, man, like everybody low key is like, like yes. you can see the surge right here. Yeah, shout out to Kevin, man. He just called me actually today and told me like his sister in law, her dad got it, so he in, he in ICU. So damn. So like they yeah, trying. Shout out Kev, man. God bless. Yeah, yeah. So um, but uh. Shout out to the Delgados. Me and my dad had a conversation prior to that where he was just like, I was telling him, like, man, I'm at a point where all my friends dying. And he was like, nigga, you? <laughs> I'm 60. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Uzi voice, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all my friends are dead. Um, what? So, oh, I'll find it. Five second rule. All right. Scoop it up like a ground ball. Uh... <laughs> But I thought about the fact that if I was, I even wrote about it. If I was really, really sick, I knew it was nothing I could do to make my life comfortable. Like I just, it'd be my time to just walk. I just do all the shit that yeah. I. Yeah, it's like, crazy that you brought this up. So I was trying to wait on it, but uh, speaking of tangentially speaking, uh, they had a, a basically a, she's like a doctor that studies death basically. So she wrote a whole book about just our relationship with death in American society. And she talked a lot about how. Shout out Backwoods, man. This shit stayed lit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she talked about a lot how, like, we have a, such a weird relationship with death because we never get to see it firsthand. And, and it's avoided. Yeah. And, like, so in, in instead of, like, uh, so the, the idea is that if you create a relationship with death, you'll have less angst about it. So the, the part of, uh, of life that I always, I can tell makes me different is my relationship with death. I always tell people like, yo, I had a lot of friends die around me at an age where I knew what death was. Prior to that, a lot of my my grandmother's family were passing away because she's like the youngest girl. Mm-hmm. So like all her older siblings would pass away. Funerals was like family reunions for us. And, and I noticed that that's a trend between a lot of the friends that I have, like they're exposed to either trauma or death really early. Yeah, I remember the, one of the. I think I had, you know, a lot of my family lives in Iowa. <laughs> People used to try to use that against me. Whatever, nigga. I'm from Atlanta, nigga. See me or say something, nigga. Or do both, bitch. Anyway, um. <laughs> but, <laughs> Get the gunshot. <laughs> bullets, bullets, bullets. <laughs> But nah, man. 
Like, uh, so, like, the only times we would even go up there was for funerals. funerals. Yeah. So, that would be the only time I see my cousins, as you talked about. Like, them just like family reunions. So, like, for me, it'd be not necessarily a happy experience, but it'd be, like, it's the only time I, yeah, it's, the only it's, time I get to see my other family and shit. Because they, they weren't coming down here like that, and we and you get really a perspective on people there. early, because you see how, how weird people are about death. Yeah. And, and when you get to an age where you see it happen, I remember going to a friend's funeral, it's, uh... Shout out Marcus uh, Thompson, R.I.P., bro. Uh, he was a friend of mine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. like you went, like you had classmates. Like the same shit that happened when I was at open campus. And we was like, yo, I knew the cat. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know what I'm saying? The shot, the yeah. shot dude that went to my school. And I was mm-hmm. like, damn, like the world's so small. But I remember going to his funeral and seeing all the drama that went around it. I'm like, man, like. Death really shows you the true a person's true self. Yeah, it's like death and sex. Like you get to see people that they they most vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, and and vulnerable is tricky. I don't know, and I, I do think because the lack of our relationship with death is like we tend to turn it into like a circus or like it, it becomes. It like, can't be about the death. It can't be about the person who passed. Just you got to make it about you. It's about our loss instead yeah. of. Like, I don't even know if any, I always had this idea about death where this is going to be a dark ass podcast. People get ready. <laughs> nah, nah. But uh, my whole idea f- with it was for me, even right now is only one losing is me, man. Like everybody else mm. needs to shut the fuck up, man. And I can't cry when I'm dead. So other than that, man, we need to just chill. Everybody got to relax. I'm out, man. And the part of the reason why <laughs> it's I like told, when I leave the house, it's like I'm out, man. So it's going to just never coming back. And it's, it's gonna, cool. It's going to be one of those, like, I'm going to talk about it later in the podcast. Ideally, I said everything I had to say. But I do I a watch. fucking podcast, a rap. I said everything. Yeah. What the you fuck else? You should have been listening. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck else? But I, I, watched, I watched this movie called Into the Wild this weekend. Have you seen it? In, Into the Wild? Have you heard of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into the Wild. Yeah, yeah uh, Into the Wild with, uh, what's his name? Elmy Hirsch. But he. He did some shit. I remember saying before I saw this movie, like, yeah, one of these days I'm just going to, I'm not going to have a funeral, nigga. I'm just going to, I'm going to call all my niggas. We're going to talk. And we're like, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to walk. Like, I'm done. I'm done trying to fit in. I'm done. Yeah, I'm just going to walk. I just, my, I'm going to build. Exactly. I'm going, what you call it? Uh, Walden's Pond. Like, I'm going to go in the, I'm going to find a place. I'm going to build a cabin in the woods. That's just going to be my spot. And we can have all those moments. We can talk. Like, you ain't got to cry over my casket. I can be here to hear all the I love yous and all the real shit that you yeah. had to tell me. And then I can be on my way. But I don't want to die, nigga. I don't want to die and have people argue over about, like, the little shit I got left, if any, or the lack thereof. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't want that shit. I don't want it for y'all. So, you know what I mean? That's going to be my funeral. That'll be that'll be my funeral. But, yeah, in, in a nutshell, my watch moment is like, yo, when I die, don't cry for me. <laughs> Bust bullets in the sky for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. already know, nigga. Yeah, yeah. I don't want. I don't want all that sad shit. Just let me do my thing. Yeah. Mm. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Topics. Well, cheerio. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I guess we get into my watch moment. Uh, I'm yeah. Jumping the gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, it's all good. Um. My shit's not as heavy as his, but luckily, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just been listening to a lot of old school rap. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not as complicated as that. I'm just, you know. But but to lean on that topic though, just just to give you, shoot you some bell, like 
it was a time in like rap is dark now, but it was just a time in rap. Well, a time in music where I just fell in love with that like gritty sound, and I just I think gritty has turned in, turned so rhythmic that it's not it's, the same. It's catchy. So you don't really get or this. What's the word? Kitschy. Like it's almost cliche it's just, and catchy. Like <laughs> even when we say like. When we just and I just said the little Uzi shit like all my friends are dead like that shit is a bop. Uh, that shit got a bop to it, you know what I mean? Like had dances. But if you listen to Quiet Storm by Mob Deep, nigga, that's just mm-hmm. that just is what it is. Like so, you I listen just listen to Blood Money by Noriega, man. Yeah. You can't dance to that shit. Yeah, man. it's just it's just real shit. You so gotta like, grab I, your gun and cry. <laughs> so I miss that that type of type of rap. I don't know if I'm necessarily feeling that way, but I just. I like to just sit in the I think in general, because we had a, a pre-production meeting, um, the shit I fuck with about the artists that that we talk about, like the prodigies of Sean Prices, it's like I like the, the I like the fact that it's perspective music, and a lot of the perspective isn't necessarily bright and sunny. I even like that in my R&B artists. One of the reasons I don't like love songs is the fact that it's too easy. I like Amy Winehouse because she going to give you the dark side of shit. Like, take the box. Fucking the whole Frank album in general. Like, Back to Black. The title itself, it gives you a perspective on the scope of what they're talking about. Yeah, so when I listen, so I was, you know, I was really fucking with uh, Returning to Mac a lot this week. So shout out to Prodigy. Well, R.I.P. Prodigy. R.I.P. Prodigy. Shout out to Alchemist. Man. And, um. You going to bring it home, bro. Man, Alchemist gonna get this Grammy. Yeah, yeah, you deserve it, bro. Yeah. You you you've done a lot for the culture. Too much. Um, but he he got joints like Rotten Apple and like Mac Ten Handle, just like yeah. I, I, it was funny as I fuck with it. They I saw the conversation in the group chat and they were like, "Yo, this is everything that Griselda is now." And I'm like, "Bro, I I should go and listen to it." And when I walked in, you playing, I'm like, "Okay," like from from the door, literally, like I could tell the comparisons, but uh. And shout out to Alchemist I for never, creating that vibe. Knowing, yeah, he's he, he's always had it. Him and Prodigy is something special. Yeah, I just love. They really kind of made a black ex- exploitation rap album, which I thought was really, really dope. I know a lot of people have done that before, but I never heard it through a New York sound, mm-hmm. which which I thought is very unique. And I don't know if it's really been like replicated yet. And uh, Prodigy is really the only dude that can pull off a lot of these beats because he's got such a he's got unique a unique rhyme pattern yeah, yeah. And you were talking unique. about how like Prodigy would go like a bar and a half two bars without rhyming yeah and just, I think that's just a Queens thing rapping <laughs> about pushing the fucking brain bone uh, the and nose push your, bone push your nose, nose bone, bone in your, your brain. brain and shit like it's just weird <laughs> shit that only he would say but I appreciate that it's just I don't know man it's just like a certain time you don't speak the done language man yeah man I just you know yeah, man, I grew up on all, th- all that type of shit. So, just been circling back around, and as we circle back around, man, shout out to my nigga Hove, man. And by my nigga, I mean a nigga I've never met, man, yeah. and never seen perform live. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I saw the greatest of Hove live. <laughs> I mean, I seen him live on TV. Yeah. <laughs> I saw, I saw, I saw Hove when he was here, right after the Black album. Um, and he just got into it with, I think he was going on tour with R. That Kelly. was the R. Kelly, that was the Kelly yeah. joint. I, yeah. I remember being with you around that time. Like. And uh, it, they, they were slated not to come here, but they ended up coming and it just being titled the Jay-Z and Friends Tour. And when he said Friends, I'm talking about 
Everybody came out. One of the rawest moments, one of the reasons I always fuck with Diddy is because they had a they had an intermission, bro. And the intermission was just like darkness. It was probably like 10 minutes. Like, like it was an awkward amount of time. Like, nigga, it got dark. Niggas, Jay-Z just walked off the stage with Mary J. Blige or some crazy shit. Niggas was losing their shit. It go dark for 10 minutes. We sit down, and all of a sudden, one light just starts shining. And it's Diddy just standing there like Batman. <laughs> like the Dark Knight. And he did victory. He came out to victory. Jesus. And then brought out Boys in the Hood. Woo. And I was like, yo, this nigga, this nigga really knows what he's doing, bro. Like, I saw other niggas go before him. Shit. I saw DMX perform that night. Fabulous perform that night. Jeezy, Boys in the Hood, Mary J. Blige and Jay-Z. I remember at the time, I don't know how long ago it was. I don't remember. Shout out my nigga Ducardo. Ducardo took me to that show. Um, I remember we bought tickets that day. We left GPC, went down to the Publix. It's no longer there. On Memorial Drive, went to Ticketmaster and bought $191 tickets for floor seats to the Jay-Z and Friends show. Mm, mm, mm. So that's my, so this, this topic is supposed to be Hove Appreciation. I appreciate Hove for that shit. (laughs) That was one of my favorite concerts. One of the best concerts ever. It's why I wasn't really tripping about Watch the Throne because I really wanted to go see Watch the Throne and I heard it was crazy, but I wasn't tripping because I was like, yo, y'all wasn't there. Y'all wasn't there for that shit. And I know y'all wasn't there because I was there. And I seen the niggas who was there. And, bro, it's almost like a fraternity. <laughs> yeah, I was a Jehovah's Witness at the time. And it was like niggas that I knew. Shouldn't, you elder, you an elder, bro. <laughs> elder in the Jay-Z concert with his shirt off. Even if, <laughs> even if Jehovah's Witness will never testify. Ooh, man. I'll show you how to do this, son. But, yeah, man, uh, I, don't, I don't have any, like, close calls with Jay. Or, like, I, obviously I haven't seen a nigga live or nothing, but. I don't know, Jay's always, hasn't always been my favorite rapper, but as I grew to understood lyricism, like it's harder, kind of hard to ignore Jay. His birthday just passed, the reason why this Hove appreciation, uh, December 4th. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Hove. Um, I don't know, what more can I say, man? <laughs> Rock boys. <laughs> I remember my first song. <laughs> nah, but uh, I'm trying girls out. <laughs> nah, man, just man, shout out, Hove, man. It's it's too much to say. Like, uh, the one thing I did learn over the weekend, uh, I was in the chatty house, and um, it had a room with Lupe, Lenny S, mm. Freeway, Just Blaze, just Bink. About it. Mm. Uh, shout out Meezy was his room shout out Steve-O he was in there too one of the uh, moderators and uh, just a lot of everybody that you could probably really think of 21 Savage was in there shout out 21 Um, and they talked about how Hove was really fighting to get the beat to Lucini and he ended up with Feeling It because Feeling It is another uh, cat that produced that uh, what's his name the currency guy oh Ski Beats Ski Beats yeah Ski Beats produced both of those joints. But yeah, he was actually trying to get Lucini. And I'm like, yo, Hove on Lucini would have been, been insane, bro. But uh, shout out to Hove for always having an ear. Lupe also told a lot of dope stories about uh, when he was creating food and liquor and um, just how he would hit Hove up and he would like kind of just give him the thumbs up and, you know, just having a Hove. He said like Hove really like, pretty much told him Superstar was out of here as soon as he heard it. Like, 
He's like, Hove would be the was really the first person I played music for, like through the first two hours. Imagine being able to sit down and being like, yo, listen to this. Like yeah. we do with our niggas yeah. and it's like and it's Hove. It's Hove. Yeah. I, when I, a lot of the shit that I fuck with with Griselda about was when once I heard that Hove was fucking with him, because we've heard a lot of Hove stories, like the fact that like Guru said that Hove pay attention it's to everything. everything. Yeah. Battle rap, he tuned in. Yeah. Like Lozy Vert tuned in. Tuned in. Freddie like, Gibbs. Tuned in. Tuned in. Like Griselda tuned, tuned in. in. So when when he sits down and he's like, Yeah, you see him in a room vibing with Conway in the studio, that shit is like, all right, I wonder what something. that is. Yeah. I wonder what that is. That shit means something to me to let let me know. It's like yeah. you know, a lot of my heroes, they still got good ears. Well, maybe not a lot of them, but hove, for sure. It's <laughs> a so shout out to him. <laughs> Nigga, I, I'm trying to he just one. released his uh, year end list too with all the tracks. He had a, had two Freddie Gibbs songs. He had Baby Shit, which is probably one of my favorite songs of the year. Like Baby Shit still rides, man. Baby, Baby Shit, shit is, is great. And I think I, and shout out to Freddie Chop. Gibbs always got one of them joints that just kind of resonates. For me, it was really that's why I like Bandana better than Alfredo. Well, Alfredo got two too. Like it's probably uh, Scotty Beam. Shout out Scotty Beam and uh, and Baby Shit. And then the other Scotty Bean was the first one to call me, but Baby Shit is the one that lasted longer for me. Like Baby Shit, is Baby that Shit, shit. I heard that and I knew it was one of and them the and the Conway joint is dope. Uh, and uh, the other two on Bandana were uh, to me it's uh, the Pusha T joint. What's the name of that shit? Palm Olive, Palm Olive, and Practice. Yeah, Practice is dope, but I love Goddamn. Goddamn is my shit. Yeah, got that situations is kind of crazy. Situations, too. Is situations crazy. is kind of interchangeable with practice to me. Yeah, I mean the intro is stupid too. Intro, yeah, oh freestyle shit. Yeah, freestyle shit. And the fact crazy. that he did come full circle, Jay appreciation. The fact that he did that because hip hop was in the studio talking shit about Jay, and he was like, "That nigga's not the oh, only nigga yeah. that can rap." I forgot. And he, he was like, yeah. he was like, he I said, he was like, yep. he was like, yo, this nigga Jay just walking in here and spit the craziest shit and don't write. He was like, what the fuck? This is my session, nigga. And, I, and again, the Young Thug shit kind of makes sense just because if you already know you dope, you, nigga. I, I do this shit too yeah, now. your chest yeah, out yeah, in the studio. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, shout out Jay, man, for not only being one of the greatest, but inspiring some of the greatest. Yeah. I mean, I actually, what's crazy is I think, well, if you rap, Everybody had, like, at least I had the story similar to Freddie Gibbs, and maybe that's why I fuck with him so much. My brother-in-law hit me with the same shit when I used to be recording, like, just over at the crib and shit. He'd be like, I was like, you know, it's back when I wasn't even a huge Ho fan, and I was like, yo, I mean, nigga, nigga don't write raps. I mean, anybody could do that shit. He's like, nigga, you can't. And, like, for the next five years, I didn't write shit just because I was trying to live up to Jay's standard, trying to figure that shit that. out, like... And I remember before I started writing, I remember seeing this nigga in the closet recording. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, was, that wasn't some shit. It was like, it was like a nigga, it was like a nigga sitting, sitting in front of you and learning another language. Like, you, your homeboy, like, you don't know your partner speaks Spanish. And then he walk over on Buford Highway and hit the taco stand. <laughs> and he ordered for you. <laughs> Damn, nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> But yeah, man. So shout out to Hove, man. Mm. I the really for for me, I guess the greatest rapper uh, to ever do it. We're not gonna we're gonna stop saying that greatest a al rapper alive bullshit. Yeah. Like uh, Big is probably my more favorite rapper if I had to break it down to verses. But Hove is uh, probably I think Hove, probably the greatest rapper to ever do his it. His arc's so crazy because 
the whole I'm not big a business for me had more business like big to me transcended transcended uh rap more but um hove definitely i mean they told the you story said, oh what? say again big transcended rap more yeah i think he was the first nigga to actively switch flows i i think especially at that that's level. that's what made diddy so dope during that time period because i feel like he curated that because the only way he was able to switch flows was the fact that he was doing a lot of r&b shit but all of it was in-house but the fact that he, he like who else has who has more deliveries than big other than jay true big big got a lot of flows i think that's what get lost on big like the most for me and that's why i always love jay like so how many different styles this one for this song this one i switch it up this one i gimp mm -hmm. it up that shit is real because you never know how hove is gonna rap on a beat I'm not to a me. biter i'm a writer for myself and others i say a big verse i'm only bigging up my brother if you listen to uh what was the the first single Same song <laughs> first single off american gangster uh no Rob pain, no profit. The the Pharrell joint. Oh, the uh, it's Blue a Magic. Blue Magic. It's an odd ass flow yeah, that he's yeah. doing, but it's just like, it's so. Now I that's one of my that favorite shit. joints. Yeah, now I, that I was gonna, just gonna say that. It, that's I, that's ultimate slow flow shit. Yeah, but he don't always rap like that. Ain't a normal J Pocket. Nope. Like he don't always do that. He ain't gonna give you that yeah. flow. Like, and you kind of gotta fuck with it when it's there because yeah, after a while, you're not if you're not, if you're not paying attention for that time in music. Yeah, that's why niggas who really fuck with Jay will be like, Yo, American Gangster, one of his greatest albums. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that shit is a classic. The, like you would think, why would the fuck, why the fuck would a nigga do this? And then you hear it, yeah. and it's like, oh my god, why, why didn't we think of this sooner? It's 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 a beautiful album. I definitely. You, young young niggas, man, you ain't gotta go all the way back to Reasonable Doubt. Just go to American Gangster. That's yeah. you see the timestamp on that. It's not as far back. You don't feel like you're going back centuries and shit. So uh, shout out to Hove, taking this shot for you, brother. Uh, happy birthday, nigga. Uh, we appreciate all the shit you gave us. Keep yeah. giving us more shit, man. Thanks for the J Electronica album too. Yeah. Grammy nominated, and we'll. <laughs> And we back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the gods are back with your niggas. Oh, where are we starting again? HBO Max. Oh, yeah, yeah. Warner Brothers HBO Max merger. Yeah. HBO signed the Warner Brothers and they didn't even want a brother. Ooh. <laughs> I'm back again, baby. <laughs> nah. Yeah, but. man. Uh, we just had a, another pre-production meeting. <laughs> about the movies that they they're supposedly putting out there, I don't know if we put up the list. I, I know one of them. For you. I got it. I got it for you. One of them is Matrix Four. Uh, <laughs> another one is Tom and Jerry, because that's a thing. Dune. Dune. Dune might be crazy. Dune might be crazy. I uh, I do Woman, a lot. Of, I do a lot of drugs and go see that. I didn't know Wonder Woman 1984 was going to come out on HBO Max. Yeah. I didn't know Suicide that. Suicide Squad. I got one more chance. Malignant. R.P. Biggie. So I guess it's like the... Let me see. Isn't that that right there? Tom and Jerry, The Heights, The Conjuring, Suicide Squad. Um, Y'all got all the worst movies coming Space out. Space Jam. Space Jam 2? Yeah, a new, a new legacy. Space Jam 2, y'all better... Uh, if Jordan's not in it. And uh, did I say Mortal Kombat already? No. Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat is a yeah. thing? Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, yeah, Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. That was supposed to be really good. Damn. It sounds like movies where I need a lot of acid. 
All of them sound like movies I need a lot of ass Just for like we'll But do uh We'll do that man If I can just watch it at home Just do a lot of drugs We'll be straight Hell yeah Let them be good Just let them be Let them be average This bitch is about to be crazy Yeah <laughs> I yeah. don't I don't think Matrix 4 is gonna be good Just cause it's been too much time But We got a J Electronica album And I fuck with it And now it's nominated for a Grammy so what the fuck do I know? Like, Matrix 4 might be fire. I don't trust Matrix 4. I don't trust Mortal Kombat. I don't trust Tom and Jerry. I definitely don't trust Tom and Jerry. I read the synopsis for uh, Tom and Jerry, and I was like, oh. What Out of the- all the movies to read the synopsis, <laughs> you check that before you check the Matrix. <laughs> the Yo, re- you know what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this Tom and Jerry. Let me, explain, what's up, let me explain. Let me explain. Cause how do you, cause real shit, how do you put a plot to that? That's my point. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Bro, uh, I was just gonna say that. The reason why I looked at that, bro, they you don't can be talk. crazy, bro. Just show me how you got there, bro. This, uh, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> they don't talk. Yeah. So like how they gonna put together a whole feature? If y'all film? give Tom and Jerry a voice, fuck you niggas, nah, bro. Nah, if you give him a voice? I read the synopsis. It's basically they said they're gonna do the backstory on Tom and Jerry. <laughs> on, on how they became Yeah, on how they became rivals. I thought they were rivals because they're a fucking cat and a mouse. What that's the why, fuck do I hey, need? That's why you fucked up. <laughs> it's deeper than rap, yeah, nigga. It's deeper than rap, nigga. <laughs> you fucked up, man. <laughs> Shit, man. What the fuck? I was so mad when I read the synopsis. I'm like, nigga. Because I was really intrigued. Like, wait, wait. How they the go The fact that Tom and Jerry got real street beef, nigga, is hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, the yeah. y'all made a movie about these nigga having street shit going on. Yeah, you think it's just about like the animals and shit? Nah, nigga, it's deeper, nigga. You seen Paid in Full? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This nigga shot it. This nigga Tom shot his man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom fucked Jerry over over some bricks and you shit, nigga. Yeah, yeah. The nigga over for some work, bro. That's the untold story about Tom and Jerry. The nigga. Sixteen keys in that bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spike gave you that shit? <laughs> Hannah Barbera gave you that shit? <laughs> Where you get that shit from? <laughs> How you get that scratch on your neck? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Tom Jerry, Tom and Jerry's gonna be ass. Basic 4 is gonna be ass. Space Jam's gonna be ass. Space Jam 2 is gonna be I don't really ass. trust it. Uh, shout out to Idris Elba, though, man. Because... Um, I really was, cats. I'm gonna watch, bro. I'm gonna nah, but I'm nah, 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 nah. I, I walked in. The, I walked in. The, I, I woke up this morning and walked in my room and realized my TV was on and Cats was playing and I couldn't find the remote fast oh, enough. Oh, you wild! I didn't want to see any of it. I don't even know how I got on there. Comcast gonna release your fucking uh, the in urine statistics. They're gonna be like 20 hours of this nigga oh, watching Cats. Oh, watching Cats! <laughs> <laughs> I don't Comcast know, man. Comcast got my urine yeah. statistics. <laughs> It's like Spotify, nigga. Mm-hmm. I seen uh, Freddie Gibbs post up niggas' uh, Pornhub wrap ups for the year. <laughs> All right, yo, this is some shit. Bro. Yeah, we can talk. <laughs> I don't even want to see mine, nigga. Yeah. I've been places and spaces. Shout out to Pharrell. <laughs> In my mind. <laughs> Goddamn! Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were we talking about? Uh, yeah, 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 Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. <laughs> HBO Max. Nah, but real shit. This is a huge deal, man. I don't want to like gloss over it because this is a big thing. Like, this is movies going forward for us. Like, we gotta this understand is kind of the this is entertainment. Yep. 
This is the future of entertainment because all these studios have guarantee you each studio has at least two years or three years of movies already done that they're sitting on and don't have no idea what to do with. Who's even released? Yeah, damn, yeah. you took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, I was thinking who's going to do So now the studios bar? are pairing up, going to have to pair up with streaming services. Mm. I called it. So now Netflix, y- y'all got a play to make. Y'all got to team up with a studio. Yeah, it's fast. But they've kind of been laying the groundwork with all Shout this shit. Uh, uh, holla at Harvey Weinstein. I heard that nigga look for a job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, keep that same energy, nigga. We know about Larry Hoover, nigga. We know about Jeff Fort, nigga. You keep that same energy. Don't fuck around with that film shit. Like, it ain't dope. <laughs> that shit dope. Y'all fuck with Harvey Weinstein, bro. We nigga, gonna... nigga did give us Goodwill Hunting and Paid in Full. Ooh, he did give us Paid in respect Full. Respect the game. Yeah. Like I said about racists, respect the game, man. <laughs> I, I, you know what I'm saying? You got to respect the work. Yeah. You got to separate the man from the art. Bill Cosby is in jail, man, but he did give us a different world. Yeah. And where would we be without Jello? <laughs> Jello changed the game, nigga. What? What? It was the cheapest dessert we had in the nineties. Yeah, nigga. What? You Je- can bring Jello to a potluck and be in there mm. for free. You get real food off Jello. Jello shots. Shout out to them too. I had Jello shots. Shout out uh, Andra. Yeah, my Jell-O sister loves making Jello shots. <laughs> Bro, I got the most fucked up I've ever been in life, and I've uh, said yeah, that yeah. about about five or ten times. It's but- when you throw up and all that shit green or purple. <laughs> That's when you know. Shout out Jello shots. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, the, the deal is, is huge, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to change the whole landscape of what we're talking about going forward. Like The deal is huge. <laughs> it's a huge deal. Huge. So I think going forward, we're going to see uh, all the other studio, movie studios start to pair up with streaming services and trying to figure out what they're going to do with these movies. Because realistically, you can't put them out in theaters and expect a, 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 a really good return. You're going to have to get that shit up front. Right, and I think the streaming services only people that got the bag to give it to you. Yeah, because they can bring all of their content straight to the consumer, and ain't nobody really. If you don't have to leave the house and you can afford to pay for a streaming network, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have to get HBO Max now. Watch all these shitty ass movies, just to stay in tune. Just so you can have some shit to talk about on Chatty House. Mortal Kombat The worst movie series ever made Like y'all shot so many times And bricked every single yeah. one Mortal Kombat is probably the worst series ever Yeah I was like why did uh, Video you game can, movies you can, yeah. Resident Video. Evil some of the ones was good The one with Mike Epps Never. <laughs> The one with Mike Epps bro. I was shocked That shit wasn't bad Yeah, yeah it, it was tolerable I would never go back to watch it Yeah yeah we're not so. gonna watch it again but uh, but you remember it. You remember it more so in a posi- in a, in a more positive light than you remember any Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, right. They might hold the same. Uh, it just depends on what kind of geek you were, bro. Yeah, he was just if watching was, it because yeah. it existed. Yeah. It's like, damn, we kind of got to know what's up. I'm a nigga who's seen the Marvel movies in the '70s. Same. Because I was like, yeah. what? They made a Captain America. Movie? I remember. I remember seeing. A, oh, they yo, made shout a Captain out. America movie. They had a Japanese Spider Man. I saw that. I rented it on VHS. And when I tell niggas about it, they're like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, it was a Spider Man movie. It was like 1980." Yeah, man. Shout out to history. History. Well, <laughs> well. Shout out to Jake Dilla. Dilla Dog, Detroit really legend. 
I went mm. through a I went through a Dilla documentary phase on YouTube. Uh, I guess we'll talk about that on what we've been watching. But and, I, f- I forgot about how much music Dilla did man. in a short frame of time. Yeah, like, niggas was talking about him making beats in like ten minutes. And I'm like, man, I've seen niggas make like it was like a beat be done in ten minutes. Even just talking to Illa, I remember talking to Illa and my brother. Shout out Jay Hayes. Shout out to Illustrate. And um, just talking about the Dilla had so many. He had different like he had the long chop uh, chop period where he's doing these long chop samples but he also had fucking he invented a whole genre with the uh lo-fi not lo-fi and the erica badu shit though oh neo soul neo soul he, the, he what's invented funny neo is, soul like he invented he, he combined hip-hop we talk R&B about artists having art soul. and they're not being you can't contextualize what rap or what black music is just because it gets ripped off so much but when you look at artists in another realm, you see Da Vinci or Van Gogh, they have periods. Like mm-hmm. you see their Dilla is that. Their blue period or their like abstract period, et cetera, et cetera. Like when you get the chance to really take a look at an artist's art, you get to see where their periods were. And that's why again, having the conversation about artists like Griselda or even Cam and shit, like it's dope to see artists grow because you get to see their arc over time and yeah. see the difference between where they started. Or even Jay. Shout out Jay. Yeah. But Jay, seeing the Jay. way they, they mature. It's fast rapping Jay. It's slow rapping Jay. It's, it's, it's I'm going to rap on Southern Beats Jay. I'm gonna it's do, Whisper Flow Jay. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? Comeback Jay. Yeah. Shout out Hove. Hove. It's the Jay we never speak about. Hovenomics. <laughs> hey, and on that note, we're gonna be back, yeah. bitches. I'm back, bitches. I had to uh, make a little quick pit stop on your hoe. Uh, know what I'm saying? You know how she do. She be she be wild with it. Sometimes she gotta interrupt the podcast. <laughs> And by uh, your bitch, I mean I had to take a piss. Anyway, um, um, we're back. Um, so uh, I want to get into what what we've been watching, basically. Um, but shout out to Hulu. This nigga Blake Griffin, he just threw it in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sha! <laughs> but uh, yeah, I watched. Ain't gonna the, touch that rim. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the uh, documentary. I always said I wasn't going to say his name on a podcast, but fuck it, man. Like, after watching the documentary, I definitely had a complete different perspective on, like, dude, it's not like I'm shooting them bell, but I just think we overreacted as a society. Like, we got to talk about just niggas, man. It's Mm -hmm. like, like, the whole conversation about about (laughs) us, right? Stop letting us be so excitable about shit, man. Niggas snitch every day and niggas do whatever to get the... It's it's plenty of regular ass nigga snitches that you dap up every day that's been a nigga, that's, complete bitches when police pull up. Nigga, Fuck, they ain't got federal indictment cases. The, the they got regular the weed. They got weed in their pocket and they, they, they telling the cop that it's you instead of yeah. them. Like, nigga... Nigga, trust me, it's way most like, niggas. Most niggas that be getting snitching tagged on them just be lying on their partners and they catch them for some random shit. They do the same shit racist white people do. They call the police, except they actually being some shit. Like they'll just say say, say they pot the name and know they got dirt on them. And yeah, just hope they get hit. Get, yeah, just to get out of anything. So like, if we talking about levels of snitches, like the, who who y'all be dapping up every day? Who like let's really talk about it. But um, 
be the way I ain't shooting homie no bell. And by homie, I mean whatever snitch ass nigga you want to call him. <clears throat> but uh, snitch. At the end of the day, it's like I mean snitch is honestly it's it's like bitch. I yeah. mean, they sound the same. They run. Yeah, it's 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 a light term, generally speaking for me. Like I mean, yeah, I don't agree with it, but. But you can kind of pick. But to I the know same, I, I can see why a to woman the same, is, to the same degree you can pick those type of people, people out. And I understand why maybe they might be why why some certain chicks are bitches. I kind of get why. Yeah, you don't expect it. Like you would see a chick out in the in the street and her about to get into it with a nigga, and you know she out there biting off more than she could chew. But you don't expect anything less because she wouldn't be in that situation if she knew better. Yeah, also, and so I speaking think, to the documentary, right. if if you look her, if you talk to that chick, you'll be like, oh, that's why you're a bitch. It's yeah. like, because you're, you're, the you circumstance move, you was placed you in. And, like, you would be the type of person who would fold. Like, you move like that. Yeah, like, because I can see like, the, I can that's see your whole setup, though. Yeah. That's your whole setup and where you came from. So, like, Shout out to Daniel, man. That's I, that's the only person I shout out. I ain't shouting. I shout out Daniel though. Daniel Hernandez. I watched the Daniel Hernandez story. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, it was interesting to just to see about. Also, Y'all we got Hernandez is be wilding. Oh, for the Daniel, Han- Hernandez. <laughs> Yo, Hernandez. Y'all, y'all on a run right now, yeah, bro. Hernandez is yeah. on a run. <laughs> Hernandez catching up with Menendez. Yeah, <laughs> they going toe to toe right now. Yeah, but um, it's a lot of it's a lot of weight. It's like being named. Uh, it was easy to see. <laughs> we are gonna bleep that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we got our first bleep. Maybe not. I can. I can't remember. I've said a lot of reckless shit <laughs> over the years. It may be. It's a bad hand of space. Yeah, yeah, One yeah, yeah, with yeah, a lot yeah. of possibles. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um. Also, like, just looking at his life, it's like, I'm not looking at him like, oh, yeah, he should have snitched. But I'm listening, looking at it like, I mean, it's like somebody that deals with, like, when a chick tells me, like, yo, I found out he was on drugs or some shit. I'm like, bitch, was, was you not watching the whole time? You don't know when a motherfucker's oh, you just on don't know what You don't know what a nigga, like. yeah, you don't know what a nigga on drugs looks like? Like, you, you know when you're around a this nigga. This nigga got arm acne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He just get nosebleeds a lot. <laughs> it's just in like, the summer and the winter, <laughs> and in between. And this might be a shitty take, but uh, it's this hunter hunter gatherer shit. If you don't understand what an enemy is, that's kind of your fault. Yeah. Like I'm I'm done shooting niggas bail. Like, oh, he's the bad guy, bitch. Very much so. Bitch, it's survival. And mm-hmm. I'm I mean bitches and every motherfucker that fuck with him that's like talking all this shit. <laughs> In the sense of having, having a, a pussy, pussy but of a pussy, pussy having, having no a goddamn, goddamn sense. sense. Trying pussy. <laughs> like hove, man. Hobonomics. Nigg- if some niggas don't understand <laughs> how to pie. move. <laughs> some niggas just don't understand how to move. Yeah. When you recognize certain shit, you gotta adjust. And and everybody I don't be mad at niggas being fuck niggas. Yeah, but I, I, at all. I'd be I, mad I, at I be, me for falling for the bullshit. It'd be like the same thing with racism. I don't be mad at racism, yeah. niggas just they just gonna, tell me what it is. Yeah. They gonna keep it a hundred, and we can we can move how we move. We move, because <laughs> I'm gonna do what I do. I don't bro. want you around me on some snake shit, and I feel like. In that situation, it sounded like a like a pit of snakes. Like yeah. everybody was trying to get over on it. It was a whole bunch else. of thirsty niggas just eating off a nigga who was clearly had no morals. And we gotta we gotta start being rational with each other because I'm hearing a lot of conversations among niggas who who I know on a first name basis 
who are taking social media takes on street shit. Like I saw it with the King Von shit. I saw it with the six nine shit. Mm-hmm. Everybody acting like this don't happen in the hood and you haven't rationalized it. A lot of y'all niggas be hanging out with snitches, bro. Y'all be hanging out with niggas who snitch. Well, you hang out with just dirty motherfuckers with no ethics. Or niggas who will snitch. It's ways to be in the hood. Like, one thing niggas gotta understand. Like, I ain't gonna act like I'm the most street nigga or whatever, but I've been, I've been in hoods, nigga. It's ways to, uh, where you, like, operate, where you're gonna be respected and everybody, like, people are innately love, love each other, bro. Like, yeah. whatever you wanna say. Like, I don't give a fuck what the circumstance is. If you keep it 100 Outside with people, of mental illness, for real. Yeah, outside like, of, like, you take away government structures and all that other shit when it's just people just living in cool. a place. Yeah, nobody is looking for violence. Like, I'm tired of that narrative being spread, like, amongst black people or whatever, mm-hmm. like, colored person. That That's not a real thing. Like, because I've been in places where people talk about, oh, this shit gonna go down. Like, niggas could have got me a million times, and they definitely didn't. Right. And it's not because I'm tough. Like, cause it's not that. It's just like niggas not trying to do that shit. Niggas got their own shit going on. Like, right. and and if if you don't give a fuck about them, if you don't give the, a damn, we don't give a fuck, fuck man. Yeah, like you can create beef if you want. You can come through the shit, fucking niggas, fucking up niggas' money and shit. Then the niggas might have to touch creating you. the scene yeah. and shit, drawing. Shout out cousin Corey. Yeah, we could, <laughs> we could talk about like a lot of niggas who run into beef. And again, that goes into like niggas knowing how to move. Like you recognize certain people in certain environments, and you're like, all right, I don't, I might not need to be over here. If you was on Edgewood at department store, nigga, and you made it through that era, you might know how to move, nigga. Like, cause this shit just happened on Edgewood since. Where I'm gonna talk to. Or you learn a lesson. That too. By like, not moving correctly, cause yeah. it was still. Like, it's been probably more gentrified than it was, like, you know. It's got to be, because like, not, not a barricades are there all the it week, was, it all was, week long. It was a certain era where it was still mixy. It was still mixy boy yeah. status. So, like, you got a little bit of uh, everything going on they in had, that bitch. Uh, if you act House. funny, then you could really get you get touched up. And the beginning could, of that era, I felt like, was Beer and Tacos. Because I remember going to Beer and Tacos and it being a transition. I, uh, I remember talking to Jason. Uh, shout out Jason Raunchy Clothing I don't remember your Twitter name Cause I know J.Dot Ross J.Dot Ross There yeah. we go Alright uh, Shout out yeah. J.Dot Ross Shout out J.Dot Ross I remember talking to him Outside of Bear and Tacos And he was like Yeah this might be my last time Coming here This might have been like 2016 I was like bro This shit's actually at its peak Why the fuck Why And he was like Nigga I'm seeing The True Religion crowd Come out nigga When I start seeing Mech jeans and True Religions I know there's guns mm. in here mm. So I can't I gotta move differently <laughs> And it was like that's the transition to Edgewood. Like, you started seeing the true religion crowd come out. I've said that shit ever since, nigga. As soon as you see the true religion crowd come out, scene done. All the creative shit is over with. Street niggas done find out now. Yeah, yeah. Tuli and the truly. <laughs> Tuli and the truly. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Chase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, shout out Daniel Hernandez, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Ain't really no shout out to him, but, like, one thing you got to understand is just, like, if you understand, I ain't gonna act like I'm this street aficionado, but at the end of the day, like, I know how, how life moves. Life has a certain energy. That you learn that shit in elementary school. Mm. You mm. should. When niggas tell on you for silly shit, the same, the same nigga who was in on it with you, like, whatever it was. Also, you gotta understand the type of people that love attention, mm. like, in an unhealthy way. Yeah, that too. And that's another thing that I picked out from the documentary. I watched him, like, seek attention in all the most unhealthy ways like like you said he walk walking around in jerseys that say pussy hiv 
Like one said pussy eater, like the front side said pussy, the back side said eater, and it had nigga on the pants yeah. from a Mexican cat. Yeah, this is. So um, a lot of, and another funny thing about the documentary, they had a. This is true. They talked to like the leaders of Treyway, like the Treyway house, quote unquote, and uh, they asked them like, how'd y'all feel about this Mexican guy? With his crazy hair, just screaming "nigga," and it's all these black people behind him, and they didn't—they never answered the question. So yeah, one of them was like, "Yo, I'm just here to talk about the beginning of Treyway. Yeah, I'm not here to talk about anything exactly. else." Exactly. Yep. He, he, he caught bail immediately, yeah, bruh. So, and, and, and what's funny is that let me know they knew what it was. Yep. They knew what it was, and, that, and that's what I mean about if you don't understand how to identify people that like look for attention, like fucking in an unhealthy way it's, kinda, is, it's your own fault you. yo because yeah, that has you. consequences that come with it i'm a grown man i'm not that old these people in this documentary are way older than me they should understand this shit by now they've been through way more street yeah. shit than i've been through like speaking of that it's been a i had a dad who was in the street so like he gave me game based on his knowledge like a lot of shit that i, I feel like i know like shout out to my pops because like i only know Cause he told me like, or you came from some shit where you saw some real shit happen. Yeah, and one of the things that I've realized recently is people don't realize that you can identify some some funny shit. Like all the all the got a all smell. Of, all of it fed, got a smell, bro. Got nigga, a smell. all the Fed sweeps recently uh, with Casanova. And I, I, G Herbo. It's crazy you say that. So I, I was as I was watching the Six Nine mm-hmm. documentary, I'm thinking. This shit happening all over again. This or it's happening in connection, probably. Yeah, because he named all these niggas in the in in his testimony too, and all the beef he had with niggas in Chicago. It's like more that shit blood. Makes it's more New York bloods. Basically, yeah. they were arresting at the end of the day. Yep. And and it was was wild about it is that nigga, it don't take much to build a Rico, especially with the hip hop police being oh the yeah, force that they for are sure. Nigga, if, all these wiretaps. A nigga that come from the street, nigga, shit, nigga, you can you can have a partner doing some shit. That's the whole Mike Vick shit. Like the craziest shit they said in the doc. Well, not even the crazy, because a lot of crazy shit happened in the doc, bro. But the craziest shit, dude, his driver. There was like so, because uh, basically his driver was an informant the whole time. Mm. Now I don't want to ruin the documentary for people, but um, yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> I said it after I spoiled it. <laughs> That's how I do, people. But yeah, um, his driver was an informant the whole time. And it's like, so how? What did they put a wire on you? So like, I know nah. it's just my phone. Yeah, it's my phone. Like, the Fed's got an app that they just install on your it phone. It don't even show up on your homepage. Nothing. It's just recording all the time. Twenty four seven. All I had to do was just keep my phone beside me. Shout, yeah, out, yeah. shout out, Eric Snowden. <laughs> You tried to watched, tell us. I just watched the uh, Oliver Stone Snowden movie today. How was it? It's amazing. I've seen it twice. Oh, really? This is like my. This is like, it got I'm, really bad reviews, which is crazy. It's good just because there's it's a it's one of those movies you can't because then Oliver Stone do the other shit with uh the movie about Bush. He did that. Not Bush. He did the that other one motherfucker. Though. The other motherfucker. Oliver North. The vice president. Oliver Cheney. Oh, you talking about what was the uh, name Vice? Of that movie? Vice. Vice. Didn't he do Vice? I don't know if Oliver Stone did Vice. I'm not sure about that. But it it felt it felt of that of that. I do feel like a, a major director did do it though. Now that you say it, yeah. I want to say he. I want to say it was Oliver Stone, bro. I want to say Oliver Stone. It's not. It was Adam 
Uh, I don't even know who that is. So. Adam McKay did uh something else crazy. He did do something else crazy. I've heard that name before. But anyway, look up Adam McKay, Taji, please. Uh, you want? Uh, Anchorman. Ooh. Uh, mm. This is outside of his arc. He went. He went crazy on this one. The Big Short's a good That's movie. That's the one I was thinking of. Big Short. Big the Short Big Short a was movie. a great movie, yeah. bro. I, uh, I gotta watch that again. That's yeah. a good movie. Uh, it's hilarious. Hila- yeah. Hilarious, nigga. It's always funny when America loses. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, it's been a running theme lately. What you want to do? What we been watching? What else you been watching? Because I think that was kind of the, the prelude. Yeah. You want to talk about the vaccine? Yeah, we'll, we'll just take a break, bro. We're going to reload. All right. Hey, uh, we're back again, man. We're going to wrap this thing up for you people. but We're going to get into uh, what we've been, been watching and what we've been listening to. I got a long list. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I, I'll do what I've been watching. Uh, so I watched the Takashi 69 documentary, as I spoke Fuck. to before. I actually caught up on Family Guy. They had a really funny episode about Tom Cruise that was hilarious. Uh, it's, it's one of the more recent seasons. So shout out to Family Guy. Uh, I've been doing a lot of Animaniacs. I said it before. I did a new series, and I also done the 1993 version now. So, how you feel about how far are you in the new season? I've gone through the whole thing, but I got, uh, you know how like streaming. You see the button control. I still know. That. Uh, it's like the second episode. But nah, cause double I, back. Just double back. No, 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 Bunk no, control no. is crazy. I'm on a sec. I'm on a second time of the old joint because now I'm more interested in the old joint. Yeah, yeah the old joints definitely into hit the, what they I, left out more than like what's in it now. Cause well, I like, think they. I think it's as as the because they had it like they kind of hinted to it in the new joint. There's like, why didn't they bring back this skit and this skit? So like now I'm going back they, to it. Yeah, as they hinted to it in the in the intro. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think they talk about gen- it being gender neutral now or some yeah. shit like that. But uh, anyway, uh, they talk about all of it as the season progresses. Mm. And, and you mm. see how they compensate in other ways because it's it's current event shit. So they're playing on all the shit that was probably prevalent in Hollywood then, like the misogyny. Like Warner Brothers probably did movies with Weinstein the same way. Mm. Like So you can kind of see how they've always... That's why Animaniacs was such a dope cartoon because it hit me at an age where I was able to understand like the nuance of when adults speak. What's crazy is I saw Goodfellas and knew where Good Pigeons came from, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is in a kids' cartoon." I wasn't supposed to see the movie that this is based off of. It's probably always been like that with cartoons, like Bugs Bunny. I wasn't old enough to catch none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? I was probably like. I remember they had a Bugs Bunny Casablanca flip. Yeah, they did. Yeah, 1993, I was years old, so I had no understanding of this shit. But, like, watching my brothers and sisters react, one thing, you might have been, like, eight or nine. So, like, one thing is a credit to having older brothers and sisters. Like, you see the way they react to it, and it's like, oh, it's more to this shit than what I'm seeing. I should fuck with it. Yeah, 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 I got to figure this shit out. You know. I think that's the only thing that built a lot of my individuality was the fact that I, me being an only child for most of my life, by the time I had opinions, you all selector. of them were, you yeah, selector. All of them were like the ones that I had fine-tuned and refined. But at the same time, for me, it was like somebody else fine-tuned these shit since like they just into some shit, and I mm-hmm. got to figure it out. Like I, Everybody was older than me growing up, so it's like 
There's a correlation between being the, the oldest and the and youngest. The youngest, for sure. I mean, the only the child I fuck with is the, usually the only child or the oldest. Like yeah. a lot of the people that I know is like that. I don't know why it's like that. Like, look, you, Vince, Taji, bro, like mm. fucking. Uh, um, ain't Will the youngest? Will's the youngest. Yeah, like Marcus. Bro, that shit is crazy, yeah. bro. Like, and I, like, obviously, we didn't plan into this shit. I bro. think it has like, a lot to do with being selfish. Like we all get each other like, yeah. <laughs> like bro, do your thing, bro. Yeah. Like, you, if and being the oldest doesn't necessarily. It's like it depends on. I think only children and the youngest, from from for the most part. I just happen to be yeah. the oldest. Yeah. But if if you're the oldest, you have to have been an only child for a long period of time, because I feel like that has the has a lot to do with the willingness to share. Like the willingness to be reciprocal, but, but like being the only child is like when because of being the youngest. Like I had a point where I was sixteen and all my brothers and sisters was in college, and it was just me and my parents. So it's like being the only child. You that's know a pivotal saying? point because when you're sixteen, yeah, that's when you you're start creating to, opinions yeah, about the about world all over again, bro. Like that's like your peak period of yeah, like all your long term perspective is kind of built on yeah. as far as this, uh, like social interaction and I was alone during that period it was just me and my parents you know what mm -hmm. I mean cause everybody all my brothers and sisters was in college by then this nigga had the tech on his dressing mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 fucked around talked about Lord's professor or some shit <laughs> <laughs> rock boys yeah <laughs> Yeah, what the yeah. fuck was talking about? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was me talking about what I've been watching, but I'll wrap it up. Yeah, uh, go, you, you can tell niggas what you've been watching. Uh, this was a crazy week for me as far as uh, media was concerned. Uh, I watched. Let's talk about the East Lake Meadows documentary. I watched the. Uh, I didn't know that existed. Yeah, it's a Ken Burns East Lake Meadows documentary. I took some clips from it. I was gonna send them to the cipher just because I felt like it needed to be heard, not because I felt like it had to be for anything, but. Just to put niggas on. I'll, I'll link you in. But they did an East Lake Meadows documentary, and it was like, it was carbon copy to the same scenario that happened to me and Vince when we were staying over there off of Edgewood. And it's funny because I remember being in East Lake Meadows around that time period. This like early 90s. All the time? No, not even that. Nah, that, that was Memorial Drive. Damn. Yeah, my that bad. was over Kirkwood. This oh, is like Bub's old spot. Shit. Oh, justification shit. Yeah. Like they basically give you a voucher, like a Section A voucher for yeah. some shit. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, nigga. get the fuck out of here. You can move. You can move somewhere else. And all of the ones that they gave to our particular uh, subdivision or apartment complex were for apartments on the south side of the same realtor. And it was just like, yo, why is everybody trying to move to Riverdale? And now you see, kind of like the. The overall move, like where housing is cheaper for black folks, where you see them starting to build up shit like the Camp Creek area. You've seen it over the same period of time we did. But I noticed it around the time we was getting evicted to our no, to no fault of our own. Yeah, it's just funny. like. But it was like that. With, it was the same shit with East Lake Meadows. And one of the dopest things about this documentary was it was a point in time where they just started gentrifying and they had approved the basically the demolition for a lot of these uh these homes over there and they had gotten to that middle phase where they had destroyed half of the old ones like kind of like they did with mechanicsville where they built condos and townhomes but they still had the old projects and the low rises on this side and they hadn't gotten to them yet i lived and in the one kids of them from, uh apartment complexes but nigga, they're all the way they're all shout scottdale, scottdale is one of them shit shout out to the year i spent in mechanicsville shout out to mechanicsville yeah but uh 
they had the kids from the old apartments go to the new apartments and like vi- and like film, and it's a, it's a, it's surreal seeing apartments that I know niggas who live in now, be like, oh yeah, like, like we got two bathrooms. Like they're looking at bathrooms with two kitchen sinks. I mean, with two sinks. Pardon me. They're looking at uh, multiple bedrooms. And like it was like yo y'all, y'all don't have this over there. And all the kids looking at each other like, hell no. And they filming it. These these are kids in the early 90s filming it. They making songs. They doing a whole news production. It's a, it's almost like a parody of what we've seen happen to adults. Hachi, machi. Niggas who've gone through. I'm sitting there watching the shit with my daughter halfway in tears because I'm explaining to her like, yo, like you lived over here. Like this is where you... Like we mo- we were fortunate to be able to get over here again because hey now where they at? Like if you know the story about East Lake Meadows, nigga, it's million dollar houses over there. I had a cousin that lived over there. Nigga, you, who, I would I was spending out of this house, nigga. It was roaches everywhere, nigga. No you, salt, no you, salt to them, but you, it was just you a good dad, man. I just want to say that on camera. man. Thank you, man. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, man. Because it was important to me. It's good to like give your daughter that culture. That's that's very important. That's the whole man. reason I'm here. Yeah. If if I can't do nothing else, I got to give you game. Yeah. And that, that, and you got to give her the most game. And she knows she knows where she's from. Yeah. Just because it's good for she's her to still see over that. there. Like we still pull up on verses. Like, like you can create a leader. Like you can create something special with. Because she knows that she comes from a real place, and I think yeah. that's the thing that understanding culture is big. A lot of people understanding lot, the your, your local culture and like what what's definitely. happening around you is very big. Like, the I reason think, we had to watch it was because I needed her to understand. We come from a real place. It's people in their 30s that don't understand that the, the shit that you're teaching her right now. And yeah. I think it's very pivotal. Like, it's, it's really dope that you're giving her this game right now. Like, that shit, shit almost, almost in tears just hearing you talk about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I appreciate it. And it means a lot to hear it because I think that these are things that are going to be just lost in the sauce when culture kind of takes a turn. Like, I got to tell her, like, it's a moment where we playing I Spy. All right, so I'm going to tell this story. This is real cute, uh, like real cutesy and shit, but dad moment. We in the car. I'm in the car with TT. Shout out TT. And uh, we playing I Spy on the way to the store. And uh, she's like, TT's like, I Spy with my little eye something brown. <laughs> and my daughter's like, is it my skin? Hmm. And TT's like, oh. <laughs> like she's looking at me like like no but <laughs> I fuck with that so she's like she like tuned in like that yeah, so because good. I see it I try to give her game so nah, she understands that a I lot of this know. shit is not it's not just it's not the way they prop it up to be seen like yeah, some nah, people nah, really yeah. not gonna fuck with you no nah, no nah, the young G is is definitely a, is, is sharp so shout out to shout out to her no, but yeah, I watched the East Lake Meadows uh, documentary. I recommend that everybody does it. It's on um, PBS. It is on PBS. I don't know where you'd see that on any streaming network. Maybe Hulu, possibly. Uh, look mm, on Hulu documentary. YouTube. YouTube may have it. YouTube got a lot of frontline PBS stuff. So um, it also made me realize that uh, when talking to when they were doing interviews with people who were residents from there, they was talking about like niggas from the hood just doing shit to get money. And they would a lot of the niggas, if you know that area, would run to the local gas stations to pump gas, and they they ask for a quarter and end up getting a dollar. And it made me think about niggas on the corner of these same these same intersections selling water, like the, the same way the police was running up in there and trying to keep these niggas from selling water just so they can make make money. 
the same way that they would ask for a dollar and get 20, like, and niggas would put them on the gram and niggas would pull up to the, to that same corner and buy juice. As soon as you stop that, the next step is them selling drugs. And that's what happened in East Lake Meadows. All, all they did was stop these niggas from making money in their own way because they denied these niggas resources. They they denied these these niggas inalienable rights. Like like they were saying, like, the Cab County, you know where East Lake Meadows is. The Cab County wouldn't pull up over there. They're like, yeah, we don't come over there. And they would have to call Atlanta PD. So imagine dialing... You dial 911 and it sends you to the wrong police department. Then you got to call the actual number for the police department to file a complaint. And they take an hour, sometimes not even come. And it took people in the community to start organizing shit. The same way that we saw, like a lot of niggas forget that Atlanta had real street shit going on. Like we can talk about LA, we can talk about New York because it's popularized, but them same niggas couldn't come down here and set up shop because shit was organized. The first apartments they did this shit to was Techwood. Nigga, if you from Atlanta, you know how notorious Techwood is. The second apartment complex they did it to, East Lake Meadows. These were the first apartments. And then after that, Perry Homes, Capital Homes, all the places you see $1,000 condos now in the city. So, yeah, it, it, I, to, to reiterate and double down all that good shit, East Lake Meadows documentary on PBS. Um, I watched uh, Chameleon Street. I don't remember the director. I don't remember the actors. It was referred to me by a brother at Video Drone whose name I don't remember. But I do remember this. Chameleon Street was a great movie. It's kind of like the black Catch Me If You Can. Um, I recently found it because I got to un- unlock Fire Stick. Shout out to me. Um, but uh, I've been bullet, watching bullet, all the shit bullet. I can't see or I forget. The motherfuckers... Uh, like the, the shit that I normally have to get on DVD at Videodrome because it's not on any streaming network that I would purchase. Um, but yeah, Chameleon Street. I recommend it. Everybody who's a hip-hop head watches this movie. If you're into black shit, watch this movie. Phyllis Iller, if you haven't seen this movie, watch this movie. Um, the, uh, the skit from Sweet Memories on Reflections Eternal, the where he's talking about like 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 I like I like light skinned women. I like skin I like like I like I don't like them dark women. Like I like skinny I like women with a light complexion. That whole skit came from Chameleon Street. And it was it was the nigga who's the protagonist talking to his partner before they commit a crime. It's almost like Catch Me If You Can meets Ocean's Eleven. Um I watched Travis Scott, Look Mom, I Can Fly. Uh, it gave me a, a really, really different perspective on Astro World. I know we shout out Astro World a lot on this podcast. Yeah, one of my favorite albums. One of my, it, gave me, it gave me more appreciation for the album and the people that he's brought up with him. All the people that he kind of like fucked with have had a good little run and make quality music. Um, so shout out Travis Scott. Uh, I don't really have much more to say about that. I watched a new season of Rick and Morty. That shit was amazing. I, I can't even talk to y'all about it unless you've seen it. We'll fuck yeah, with Yeah, wait person. on it. Like, Man, yeah. Rick and Morty is crazy. They continue to be the best. They had a whole future episode. The episode was the Slut Dragons. Yes. Nigga, the Slut Dragons episode might be the pickle Rick of this season. Yeah, Slut Dragons was hilarious. Um, I watched Into the Wild with Elmi Hirsch. Uh, we talked about this before the pod, uh, or during the pod, I think. Uh, you just walk off in the oblivion, essentially. Leave yourself to... The mercy of the universe. Um, I watched the Danny Garcia Earl Spence fight. Shout out Earl Spence. Uh, shout out Ricky Blue, man. Dallas native got a victory, man. He's still out here after uh, 14 months off. He had like a something like a 465-day recovery period because he got into a crazy car accident where he was thrown from his Ferrari after he swerved out of control and hit a pole. And uh, 
basically got back in the training camp as soon as he was rehabilitated and uh, beat a great fighter in Danny Garcia. But, uh, yeah, I knew Earl Spence was going to get that shit. Earl Spence need to fight Terrence Crawford next, man. That's the next fight I'm looking forward to seeing. Um, I watched Power. Aww. For the first time in <laughs> for the first time since draft saved know. me into watching. Where you going with this? But hurry this shit uh, up, man. I gotta take a piss, man. Same. So. But I wanted to shout out Light Skin Keisha. Uh I saw she was on the uh on one of the new ever one of the episodes of the newer edition of Power. Uh Atlanta Native also I came out of that um East Chain camp uh with Mikey Aristotle and Shout out to Mikey Aristotle. But uh yeah, that's all I've been really watching. Uh, we ain't got to go into what you've been listening to because yeah, I got to piss too. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll come Quick, back. Yeah, fast we'll, and hurry. Yeah, we'll come, no, we'll come back. All right. All right, man. It's been a lot of breaks, but uh, let's get into what we've been listening to. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Prodigy. Shout out to Prodigy. R.I.P. Prodigy. Return of the Mac. Mm-hmm. Uh, completely produced by Alchemist. Like, it's a really dope album. I honestly want everybody to listen to the entire album, so I'm not going to do a track listing for y'all. And I've also been listening to a lot of Expeditiously. Expeditiously? <laughs> Let me get the word Same. out, right? Um, shout out to Tip, man. I know I shit it on Tip a lot, but uh, we all from Atlanta, man, so I ain't going to create no beef that don't need to be there, man. Shout out to Tip, bro. Shout out to Tip. You got a lot of... You got a few good episodes um, that I really fuck with. That, uh, yeah, 21 episode is hard. 21 episode was dope. I listened to the Uncle Lou episode. I thought that was pretty dope. Uh, the Benny the Butcher episode. Benny the Butcher episode I thought was really dope. So yeah. shout out to T.I. Um, as always, I've been listening to uh, How Neil Phil. I don't want to give that nigga no more shout out. So shout mm-hmm. out to that white man. And um, Shout out Bianca. Yeah, mm. shout to Bianca, mm. Binky, Binky, Binky. What you think? Binky. Mm. Hey, Binky. Hard Blinky. Mm. <laughs> hey, Binky. <laughs> <laughs> New drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gonna stalk you. <laughs> mm. Hey, Binky. Hey, Binky. Hey, Binky. Hey, Binky. Hey, Binky. Hey, Binky. I'm just playing, man. Yeah, I'm just playing. I don't yeah, even care about. I don't care about. Nah, Bianca I really fuck with y'all podcast. Yeah, I don't care about Binky at all. I'm sorry. I don't care about Bianca at all. I don't care about Bianca. <laughs> Bianca. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, shout out to uh, Christopher Ryan, as I said before, uh, tangentially speaking. Yeah, shout out Christopher Ryan. I fuck with you. I ain't even know I fuck with you. Yeah, man, you're one of my favorite guests on Joe Rogan, which actually led me to the podcast. Yep. So. I mean, like, I just dove into your podcast. Ideally, uh, we're going to trade episodes. You're going to be on our podcast, and we're mm. going to be on your podcast. So. Speaking into existence. We ain't even speaking. It's going to happen. Mm. Mm. We'll see you soon. Shout out to Chris Ryan. Uh, I, I like that, man. Yeah, uh, that's that's how I'm going to end it right there. All right. Uh, since you stopped on podcast, I guess I'll start there. I've been listening to Hound Tall a lot. Um, pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up. Shout out Moshe Kasher. Yeah, shout out to Moshe Kasher. Um a lot of really, uh, really, really funny and like uh, insightful, introspective, yeah, introspective episodes. Yeah, I listen really to cool. a lot of the most recent ones. Um, I listened to the one about the one, the most interesting one I listened to this week was the one where I fought ISIS. 
the I Fought ISIS episode was so Oh, I haven't dope. listened to that one yet. That's just dope. Because it's, it's like, it's oh, like, it's like, even, the, hey, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, the I Fought, everybody, if you listen to the I Fought episode, the I Fought ISIS episode, it's whatever you expect is not that. <laughs> it's, it's the most abstract route to fighting ISIS I've ever heard. But yeah, I fight ISIS. I listened to the one about the Grateful Dead, which made me go back and listen to uh the Beatles. The I can't remember the name of the six songs that you oh, told Abbey me. Road the Abbey Road Medley. I listened to the Abbey Road Medley because of a Shout out Moshe Kasher. Shout out to Moshe uh, Kasher. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to the Abbey Road Medley because of a do- of a podcast I listened to on How I'm Tall about the Grateful Dead. So I'm going to listen to the Grateful Dead this week. Um, I'm going to try to do the live albums as opposed to the actual albums because I hear those are the ones that give them a better light or show them in a better light. Um, but yeah, I listened to the uh, Scientology episode of How I'm Tall. Um... What was the other ones? The the ones we already talked about, like about the occult and pornography, and the other one was I haven't listened Christian to the, uh, the full uh, sex worker joint. So no, the sex worker joint is cool too. I listened to that one as well. Um, I'm ki- I was kidnapped in Mexico. Fighting is really good. Memory champion. Uh, memory champion was an interesting episode because I didn't know their memory competition, memory competitions, and they're grandmasters of memory. Um, so they're like. Like, they'll give you a task, like, something to memorize, like, digits or equations or paragraphs, and you have a certain way of memorizing it. And it was something that I I'm realized... I'm more interested in long-term memory, but go on. It, it becomes the same thing. Because uh, memory... It, there are certain types of memory, but there are ways to... It's the same reason we remember our ABCs, because it's in song form and it's rhythmic. There are ways to remember things by association based on how you learn. So whatever style of learning you have or whatever memory you're you're more prone to use, you can tailor that to remember all the little shit like where are my keys or like where did I leave my wallet and shit like that. So it was cool. It was a cool podcast. Just Shout because, out to you and the Piehead Pat Down. Yeah, the yeah. Piehead Pat Down has been essential. Shout out yeah. Currency. I think that's the first time I heard it. Um yeah, that shit has been essential to my life. Man, you got to remember that shit. Yeah. Uh, I listened to Bill Burr uh, Monday podcast, uh, Monday morning podcast. I've been listening to uh, Brilliant Idiots a lot. What's, what's crazy is, shout out Charlemagne the God, because as many hot takes as you have in the arc that you've had, again... Bye. You can be crazy Just show me how you got there I don't think we'd be in the same room And necessarily have the same opinions Or the same takes on shit But From a distance I feel like I see why you and Joe Buttons Had the type of relationship y'all got Cause both of y'all say wild shit But y'all get back to center eventually So I, I don't even remember what it was I've just enjoyed listening to The guests that you've had Outside of Andrew Schultz um, Cause You kinda get to talk your shit a little bit And it's been fairly Moderate lately You've had a lot of Reasonable takes on shit uh, but yeah, brilliant idiots. Music wise, um, I've been listening to Family Circle, uh, the Family Circle album, uh, Maria, and it's another song on there that uh, me and Hayes had a conversation about. Him and uh, Swain did a track off this. Uh, I want to say it's Don't Make Sense, uh, but if I'm wrong, blame the mind, not the heart. Uh, I've been going through Playboy Cardi shit. I listened to Meh about a thousand times this week. Magnolia, Woke Up Like This with Uzi Vert. Shooter with Uzi Vert. 
long time intro of Dialit. I've been listening to Dialit a lot. Um, still bumping Baby King. I went back through. Shout out to Baby King. Yeah, shout out Baby King. We were supposed to have a conversation about that tonight, but we're, and we're never gonna have it. Yeah, we'll we're never going. have it. All right. Uh, Lock it by Crumb. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of trippy shit randomly. Uh, Hypnotized by Jameson. Acid Test by River Tiber. Mm, shout out to River Tiber. Uh, Miracles by Salt. I put a little playlist together on my ride to Stone Mountain Park. Uh, I went back through a lot of Brent Fias shit, a lot of Saunderson. Um, I listen to Fuck the World, of course. I still can't fuck with, uh, or I still fuck with, um, what's the name of that shit? Uh, I can't remember. It's the last, it's the second to last song. Life is Good featuring Drake and Future. Um, what a time to be alive. I went back through that album. Uh, we recently talked about Childish Gambino. I went through Awaken My Love. And... Oh, Quicksand by Moray. I don't know where this nigga's from. I just happened to hear this song randomly. That shit rides. I don't really fuck with the other shit, but I haven't dived into a project yet, so we'll figure it out after I do some more research. But Quicksand, I was sending it to random niggas after I heard it, and nobody responded. So it may be just some shit I'm on. But if this nigga blows up later, man, remember you heard it here first. And that is it for me. Um, We got washed but never washed up. Washed but never washed up. Thank you for listening. Shout out to all our gods and goddesses. Yes. Like, share, subscribe. Stay black. Yeah, stay black, bitches. Uh, shout out to all my niggas. Let's get ignorant in this last few seconds that we're going to cut right now. All right, I'm out. <laughs>